one of the original things that sold me on Bitcoin was the fact that the dark web markets were using it to make like uncensorable transactions. And uh, we've kind of seen a shift to darknet markets adopting Monero. Do you think that impacts Bitcoin and its value proposition? Yeah, like privacy and... Um, so as a libertarian, uh, obviously, like, you know, we all want Bitcoin to be able to, to be used uh, privately in any way. I mean... I don't, I don't think the fact that Bitcoin is, is being, is not really being used on like the dark web as much. I don't think that's like a bad thing against Bitcoin. I mean, yeah, I, I don't, I don't know. I don't know if I have much of an opinion on that other than I, I do think Bitcoin needs to have uh, easier options for increased privacy for people that are not like tech wizards, but I definitely think that's going to happen eventually. I mean, it's just like, like the pri- I looked at the privacy FUD, like the lightning FUD a few years ago. Like you remember, you know, 2018, something like that. Uh, Bitcoin developers were saying lightning is going to be ready. Like just wait, basically. And other people were like, oh, lightning's not here. It's never going to be ready. Blah, blah, blah. And then now you have like El Salvador using the lightning network. So, yeah, that's that's my opinion. Right now is definitely a time when a lot of people who maybe weren't Bitcoiners or even had any libertarian views are starting to somewhat realize that there's a lot of centralization and, and control that governments have. I mean, if you look at, and I'm not going to give any personal opinion on the Russia-Ukraine conflict. Um, obviously, death of innocent people is horrible. That's like a matter of fact. Um, but if you look at what's going on there with the sanctions, you can see a significant amount. I mean, obviously, it's like a, a country's reserve uh, fiat currency reserves are just not usable basically it appears it's going to be the case and they're getting removed from swift and then there's there's so many little things that like are being done things like google pay and apple pay and samsung all these people withdrawing and just like even the smallest things that can cause a massive issue um and so you can see like just how much russia can be completely crippled by just a few companies just saying no pretty much um because the government told them to and I know that that, especially with these satellite internet um, options, things like uh, Elon Musk has his like satellite, the thing that he's doing. And as you, you mentioned, a few different companies, but obviously if they all happen to be based in America or two or three countries, they could all just be turned off and then everyone's screwed kind of thing. So I guess people can see that. And, and I think it even comes to cryptocurrencies as well. And obviously not Bitcoin, um, albeit people try and have centralized, people try to centralize Bitcoin all the time. But um Things like MetaMask, I don't know if you saw that they have, have stopped, I've basically stopped people from being able to use MetaMask in, I think Venezuela, I, I think maybe another place as well. Uh, and and people are like, Ethereum Maxis are all very upset by that. And it's like, well, didn't you realize this was a possibility? I mean, I thought we all realized this was a part. I mean, because I've always understood with people who are into Ethereum, which is like they have a different value proposition or a different things they care about, which is fine by me if that's their own thing, right? So when I've met people in, in person, they've always been like, yeah, I don't really care about Ethereum and, and how centralized it is. It's more of the communities and the ideas and fine. You know, that's what you're into. That's what you're into. But um, I think definitely right now, it's kind of worrying the amount of control. And I think people are seeing this as well, that governments have over pretty much everything, like Canada as well, right? It's all happened. This has all happened in space of what, like two months? Like we've all seen like the Canada situation, the COVID situation, the Russia situation, 
the MetaMask situation, if you're a, if you're a crypto person, it's all happening yeah. in such a condensed period of time. It's astonishing that more people aren't suddenly waking up to the idea of Bitcoin. And maybe they are. Maybe I'm missing something. But I would have thought that would really push a lot of people um, into, into Bitcoin. But... I think it definitely is. I mean, you have like uh, that guy, you guys know Tucker Carlson, right? From that Fox News dude. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen that guy somewhere. He's like a mainstream normie type, like, you know, like you have a bunch of like kind of normal conservative uh, American guys listening to him. You know, he's not like, I guess he's getting more libertarian, but he's talking about how, you know, Bitcoin can't be censored. You have uh, Ted Cruz. Right. He was I don't know if you saw that speech, but he, he basically said, you know, Democrats hate Bitcoin. They're always blaming Democrats and Democrats are always blaming Republicans. But he was saying Democrats, you know, they don't like Bitcoin because they can't control it. So I do think a lot of people are starting to realize like the value proposition in Bitcoin for sure. For that reason. Yeah. People are slow, though, you know, like it takes a long time for for like the masses to fully accept something. Yeah, no, I agree with that. It took, I mean, it took me time um, and people I know time to, to get it. I guess, uh, yeah, Bitcoin is, is very important. I mean, to me and, and to yourself and to many others for, for this exact reason, it's a lot harder to censor, a lot harder to control. Um, and it is a lot, it's the, the most decentralized option we've got. Um, I, I always personally believe like nothing can be 100, 100% to the nth degree decentralized, but I think it's a scale personally, but I think Bitcoin is the closest we've got to it. I guess... Um, we haven't talked about Bitcoin Reserve much, but what you're doing with Bitcoin Reserve is you're working and they provide Bitcoin to people in Europe, uh, buy and sell, whether it's a uh, high net worth or, or the ordinary person. Without Bitcoin's existence, say you'd read the book and obviously you'd probably been buying some gold, silver. Without Bitcoin's existence, what do you think? And this is a hard question, I know, but like, what do you think you'd be doing right now? Like, I, I oh. wonder, like, I often wonder this to myself, though, right? Like, if I had yeah. the same realizations about things, but Bitcoin didn't exist, like, what the hell would I be doing, right? It's um, a really good question. It's a tough one, I know. And it's like a, but I, I wonder that. It's tough because, like, there's literally nothing else I would rather be doing than, like, this right here is part of my job. <laughs> Just to, like, talk with, libertarian bitcoiners uh you know try and spread this thing as much as possible like there's literally nothing else i would want to be doing um man i i just i think it would be if bitcoin didn't exist i would be somehow involved with freedom like that's just that's i care much more i care about freedom more than i care about bitcoin it's just i really like bitcoin a lot because i think that's the best vehicle we have for freedom you would know you what i mean hanging out with peter schiff uh no <laughs> probably probably not hanging out with peter schiff i don't know i mean i guess i guess without bitcoin he'd be right right but um i don't know I yeah somehow best. involved with freedom maybe like farming something like that like something yeah. with like food resources you know prepper type type stuff <laughs> I'm imagining like a alternate universe where like you're hanging out with Peter Schiff on the daily, like <laughs> going to it's just like where where he's like the hero to all people who are now Bitcoiners, but obviously there is no Bitcoin. So like Peter Schiff is like leader of the gold masses. I yeah, there's like this, this alternate alternate reality where Peter Schiff is just like the main libertarian guy. <laughs> he he just sells everybody their gold. Yeah. 
<laughs> incredible yeah the thing uh, the thing about that is he's he's he doesn't even understand why dole had value for so many years like his argument is just totally uh totally ridiculous because his argument is that uh you know gold has a baseline demand and can never th theoretically go to zero uh because you know people use it for industrial purposes and but it's like why not why not the other 94 metals on the periodic table? Like why? Because aluminum has tons of industrial purposes, but aluminum isn't used as money, you know? So like the gold bug thing is they, they don't realize that scarcity is one of the main aspects of what makes a money valuable. And gold was money for so many years because it's one of the most scarce uh, precious metals that exist and also one of the most easily recognizable. So yeah it's robust i suppose as well i know i know that's got that working for it um and it's hard to hard to destroy i mean, it's, it's, you definitely can but it's just harder um like it doesn't rot away like like silver will will decompose or rust away quicker than than gold will which i guess is why it's the second no know. you're right all right so you're freedom-minded and we've seen an erosion of freedom of speech over the last few years and uh i was just wondering if you've seen what adam curry's doing with podcasting 2.0 and like decentralizing podcasting and using lightning so that content creators can get donations and stuff in real time from their audience. Yeah, I need to look into that more. I've had <clears throat> I've had a couple of people mention uh, podcasting 2.0 to me. I got to check it out for mine. <laughs> That's my answer. <laughs> there's just so many things, man. Like there's there's so much information today. Like I have there's just so many books, so many videos like Oh, it's tough. Like we just live in an age where we can just have any answer, uh, like any question answered we want on just this device we carry with us every day, everywhere, you know, but it's tough. So much information. I agree with you, man. It's hard to focus, isn't it? Cause I like, I, I have people recommend me a book every other week and then I have like, uh, there's so many cool things that I, I always think, oh, wow, I'd love to like help out with that. And then I'm thinking, shit, you know, like I'm working with two different companies already in the crypto space. And then I'm like, I also I would love to volunteer to help out with like this, 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 this like all these things like private cities, podcasting 2.0, all these things I kind of have passion for and interest in. Um, I, it's, there's, I don't know, man, we, maybe we need to like create clones of ourselves that we somehow control so we can like have, you know, two Lawrence's doing, doing. Yeah, that would things. be cool. That would be cool. Well, Hey, time is, uh, time is valuable because it's, it's the most scarce thing we have. Right. Yeah, exactly. Most scarce resource. So, yeah. Oh yeah. For sure. I, I, uh, it's probably a good place to, to wrap up. We've been running about an hour, although I would like to continue talking for a long time, but it's probably not the best idea. Uh, it is Friday after all, as we record this and, uh, we probably all want to go do whatever the hell we're going to do. I don't know what I'm going to do. Maybe go eat anyway, but yeah, um, I'm oh, sorry. I'm, I'm rambling now, but, uh, yeah, it's been good to have you on, man. It's been really good. And I don't know if there's any, uh, final, uh, words you'd like to say or anything you want to plug, uh, just go ahead. Yeah, well, uh, I'll, I'll show myself a little bit here. So, um, yeah, you mentioned like if anybody here is from Europe and you want to buy Bitcoin, uh, we can help you out at Bitcoin Reserve. We don't sell shit coins. Uh, we have like, you know, you can buy any amount of Bitcoin. Um, so that um, feel free to check out my Twitter and my podcast. My Twitter is Andrew underscore J underscore Howard. And um, you'll see my podcast on there as well. So um, yeah, stay free, my friends. Are you going to? Uh, are you? Are you guys going to Miami? 
No, uh, I'm not. Nah, going I think some of the team will be there, but I, I'm not going. Yeah, beer refill will That's be bummer. there, but I'm not going. <laughs> All right, guys. All right, we'll thanks say a lot. Yeah, thanks. Appreciate thanks, you thanks for joining us. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Uh, thanks, Ricardo, for joining me as well. And yeah, everyone, I hope you have a good day, week, month, year. Take care. Keep being awesome. Keep loving life. Keep buying Bitcoin. We love you and uh, have an amazing, amazing time. See you later. Awesome. Peace, brother.